Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. There's an old saying for humanity is, you adapt or die. You adapt or die. One example would be of a store that maybe you and I who are older remember called Blockbuster. Blockbuster dealt with DVDs and watching movies and you could uh, either go to the store and buy them or towards the end they would mail them and then you would mail them back. And that's how movies were done. A small company named Netflix began to start and started streaming such movies. The CEO of Blockbuster knew that this was going to be the future, didn't know when. So he approached the board of directors of Blockbuster, and tried to convince them to say, we need to change our model. We need to change we are because this is coming. But the board of directors turned them down and said, we need to keep the old model because 12% of our revenue is from late fees when people return the DVDs late. Today, I think maybe there's only one Blockbuster left in northern Canada, and that's about it. You either adapt or you die. I think that's the theme of ascension in today's beautiful act of the apostle. Again, written by Luke, also the author of the Gospel of Luke. Where the Gospel of Luke ends, the commissioning on a mountain for the followers, it begins with the commissioning on a mountain of these disciples. To go out. And the mission is meant for the entire world. I love this image. That Jesus. As he ascends into heaven. The disciples are just looking up. Their mouth wide open. And finally the angels appear and say. Guys what are you doing? With your mouths opening. Just looking up to the sky. Go. Go to work. The work is out there. Start moving forward. I think if I were a disciple, I would long for the old way. Wasn't it wonderful when Jesus was with us? Man, he had all the answers. We learned everything new. We felt such comfort when he was there. We got into this routine that he would feed us breakfast, that we would learn, that that he would show us the way. We could even converse and talk with him. And after the resurrection there, He goes from there, and they go, now what? What's been familiar, what's comfortable, what we want is gone. What do we do now? And that's why Jesus promises the Spirit to say that I will still be with you. Again, as I mentioned at the beginning of our celebration, the line that I loved is, the disciples, while on earth, doubted Jesus. Hmm. I'm not sure what you're saying, Jesus. I don't know if I agree with it. What are you talking about? They even doubted Jesus after the resurrection and all those appearances. Are you really Jesus? Are you really going to leave now? And yet, that didn't prohibit Jesus from being close to his disciples. He still approaches them and says, I will always be with you to the end of time. As we are dealing with the world and the country with this virus, I think maybe our theology can give us some great practical comfort. One theme is called the Paschal Mystery. 
That's kind of a fancy word for theology, for the church. Paschal, remember, is a word in Hebrew that means Passover. And the mystery means that we don't totally understand that. Paschal mystery applies to Jesus. First of all, the mystery of his suffering. Some people really like that. And they feel like, in order to be worthy to be loved by Jesus, I must suffer more. I must be willing to suffer. On the other side of it is that if Jesus really loved me, he would save me from all suffering. The only true believers are those who don't suffer. Suffering is part of the Paschal mystery that Jesus endures. Jesus then also goes through death. Sometimes for Catholics, it's all about the crucifix. We have them everywhere. Is it being shown? And we're going to do that because Jesus died for our sins. And so we're going to watch and we're going to tell people that Jesus died for our sins, but we're not moving and dying to ourselves. And so we only look at it and say it's all about dying because we're all going to be in heaven one day. Then the Paschal mystery continues with Jesus' resurrection. For some people, it's only about rejoicing, only about happiness, that if there's any doubt, if there's any sin, if there's any struggle, then you're not believing well enough. It's all about resurrection. We should always be happy at every moment. God will protect us. Live whatever way you want. Breathe in whatever you want. Doesn't matter because it's all resurrection. And then the ascension, that we're going to be in glory with God, where Jesus has gone We're going to follow with him, and we will prove all the non-believers in the world that we were right because we hung in there. You see, Paschal mystery has to be taken in the whole. We just can't pick and choose. And so what the world's going through right now, what our parish is going through right now at St. Patrick's, has to be the entire Paschal mystery. Some people don't want to suffer. Get back. Open the churches. Let's start going. This is overblown. I don't understand the suffering that people are going through right now. The fear. People actually dying. Some of our parishioners tell us stories of their family and loved ones either getting the virus, suffering greatly, or dying. For other people, it's not dying to self. In other words, we're all going to physically die one day. That's not any news to us. But the dying to selfishness, the dying of having to be right, Dying that you have to be in control of your life. That's what the Paschal Mystery is about is we're all reminded you're not in control of your life. Neither I or you. But there's always resurrection. That's part of the complete package. All this suffering and dying that we're experiencing in our lives right now, this confusion, frustration, all leads to resurrection and the ascension. That we also take our place at that great banquet table. But you have to take the whole package. It's an entire journey. And picking and choosing what we want, what we think, is not Paschal mystery. And that's not what Jesus left behind for us. And so right now as a church, we really are being asked to maybe change the model for a moment of how we're encountering people. You know, Churches are starting to open up a little bit. They're going through what's called phase one, and St. Patrick's will probably be there soon, as long as the numbers hold up. We're hoping that's our goal. We want to be open there as well, but 
We don't know what's going to happen in the future, but what we do know is survey after survey in churches of all denominations, including Catholicism, many, many people are going to stay away for a long time. They're not coming back. And the liturgy will not be the same for a long time. Experts tell us that choirs are one of the ways that spread it most because you're putting your voice out there. Mass gatherings, large gatherings are a concern as well right now, according to those who understand how this virus works. So large crowds going back to where it used to be is not going to be the effect for now for a lot of people. The vulnerable, including me. I saw a list the other day of all the vulnerable people on there, and they list, and we're going to share that with you. And in that list is unbelievable. People on blood thinner, I didn't know that. Those who are recently pregnant, diabetes, recovering from heart surgery, heart disease, huh? All the other things that, a whole list of things that I think apply to a lot of people. They're vulnerable. And so people with children are not going to come back right away. So that's why the church just can't keep looking up and going, let's go back to the old way. Let's open up our churches. Let me tell you, this is not the first problem, the plague or virus or pandemic we've ever experienced in humanity. And unfortunately, it won't be the last. But Eucharist has never left in 2,000 years. Those of you who are saying, whoa, 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 we're Eucharist, and of course we are. We'll figure this out, and we'll be able to come back safely one day, because that won't die. We're human by nature. We're going to gather one day. And humanity's been through us many times. It's just that we're impatient. We don't want to wait. We think we have a right to it. And that we're not living the faith the right way unless the sacraments are there, what we're used to. Church is useless unless we can gather together and have sacraments and do all the things that churchy stuff does. You know, that's just like being the men of Galilee, just looking up with your mouth going, now what? What does the Spirit say? All through Acts of the Apostles, all through Ephesians to the church, grow in wisdom and knowledge of God. What does Jesus say? Go. All three readings this weekend speak of going out and going online. One of the things I love about the news is hearing stories of how creative people are. That gives me great hope. Rather than people crying how bad it is, because you have to hear those stories too. And some are very tragic and very painful to hear. For other people, it's just hopelessness and complaining. But I love when people are creative. And they do amazing things. And it's like, I never thought of that. Or how people are helping other people. And so the church needs to do the same thing. But here's the number one goal of being online. Helping other people. Making Christ known. But also calling people to help others. Now, that's foreign to some people. And that's not enough. Because they want to go back to the way things are old. What they're familiar with. Well, let me tell you, either adapt or die. Talk to Blockbuster. And the church is no different. Unless we can be bold and use that creativity from the Spirit, we are going to offer great ministry because people are not coming back to the building for a long time. And us shaming people and yelling at them for not coming is not going to change their mind. We need to be a church that thinks creatively. Right now, there is so much online ministry happening at St. Patrick's that the feedback that we're going to be sharing with you soon is amazing. Of our young people, 
of those who are coming for meetings and those who are learning about how to deal with stress and the mental health. All that is coming to you, but more things are being creative because we have a staff that's very creative and not just sitting there going, we miss the old days. Don't worry. Eucharist will never leave us. It's just for now, we have to go through the entire Paschal mystery. You've got to take suffering. You've got to take dying. Many forms. You've got to take resurrection and ascension all as one Paschal mystery. We can't pick and choose what we want and deny the other. What are you doing looking up in the sky, wanting things to be the way they used to? Go. Make disciples of nation. Make Christ known in the way that you love and treat people. That's the mission of the church. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission – 